Our mission is to discuss extraction, processing, business practices, and lessons learned with the established experts of the extraction process. This is Mission Supercritical, a service of Apex Supercritical, the leading CO2 extraction equipment manufacturer. Now, here to navigate our broadcast is a U.S. Navy veteran and the founder and president of Apex Supercritical, Andy Joseph. Okay, welcome to Mission Supercritical, an exclusive radio show that highlights the extraordinary individual success stories of Apex Supercritical's more than 500 customers operating in the cannabis industry today. I'm your host, Andy Joseph, president and founder of Apex Supercritical. Thanks for joining the show. Today's guest is Tom Rowland. Tom is the founder and CEO of Indulge Oils, which is a CO2 vape pen company based out of Sacramento, California. Prior to Indulge Oils, Tom spent 15 years as a CEO of two different financial services companies and another seven years as CEO of Cloud Medical Imaging, uh, which, which he just sold. So welcome to the show, Tom. Great, Andy. Thanks for having me. Yep, thanks for coming on. So uh, let's uh, you know let's let's kind of dive right in here. Um, you know we've we've actually known each other for quite a while. I think uh, you purchased your first Apex Supercritical system maybe about four years ago. Had one of our introductory uh, fifteen hundred one liter systems. Um, I, I remember uh, remember coming out and doing the training. I was going to say, and you set it up yourself. Right, <laughs> right. Those were the those were the days back then. Uh, I was yep. operating out of the pole barn and doing that. But tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Tom. How did you, you know, obviously you didn't start in the cannabis industry, at least didn't spend a lot of time in it, uh, with your you know financial services background and that kind of stuff. How did you? What is your background, and then how did you make the transition into the cannabis space? Uh, well, well kind of like you mentioned, uh, I have a financial and a, and a technology background. Uh, how I jumped into the space. Uh, I, w- I was not a user wanting to, you know, find out new ways of utilizing the product. Um, I actually got introduced into the space, uh, for personal reasons. Uh, my mother was diagnosed about four years ago with lymphoma. And if you know anybody that's going undergoing, uh, any kind of chemo or radiation treatment, uh, it's a terrible thing to witness. And obviously the biggest drawback is their ability to, uh, eat and, you know, gain strength while they're going undergoing this treatment. So I uh, tried everything under the sun, listened to every doctor in the world, and uh, a couple of friends of mine had actually reached out and suggested that I try uh, giving her some cannabis-infused products. Uh, her inability to smoke was what led me to the cannabis infusion. Uh, I tried some of that with some actual flower product, uh, unsuccessful. Uh, I had some college roommates that had relocated to Colorado and were nice enough to invite me out there and kind of show me uh, from A to Z what they were doing. And at the time, what they were doing uh, was utilizing an APEX system, uh, taking the flour and producing uh, a CO2-based uh, oil, and they were infusing edible products with it. Uh, so they kind of showed me how to do that. Uh, it was very successful. Uh, I can honestly say it was the only thing that actually gave my mother an appetite and was able to regain her strength and actually put on weight as opposed to just watching her diminish. Um, and really just, you know, watching the effects of that is really what drew me into the space. Uh, unfortunately, about a year uh, after the treatment, uh, my mother did pass away from uh, a blood infection, uh, which was something that, you know, cannabis or anything else could not cure. Uh, so upon her passing, uh, as you said, I was in the radiology business. Uh, I sold my company, packed up my family and moved out to uh, sunny California to pursue the space legally. And, uh, that's why I have to say it's been, uh, it's been a quite a ride. Yeah, that's a, that's, it's a great story. You know, it's a, it's obviously a difficult one, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's got to feel 
pretty good to be able to to provide your mom with something that, that you know actually helped um you know and, and did, did you find that it actually prolonged her life at all or or um was it just relief uh i would say both it was actually prolonged her life for about a year and uh gave her dramatic relief uh you know from all the you know you have a lot of anxiety going through that uh, a lot of aches and pains going through that and you know i have to say that the cannabis product removed both yeah that, that's you know, no, 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 go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, and that's, that's kind of what leads us into, uh, you know, uh, being indulged oils. We offer a 50% discount to any of our patients undergoing any kind of uh, chemotherapy, radiation, any cancer treatment, treatments whatsoever. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, what was your, was your mom and, and maybe even the rest of your family, um, were they hesitant, resistant to the idea, or was it just at a point where, like, screw it, I'll try anything? Uh, a little, a little, little hesitant, um, you know, coming from back in the day. Um, but after, uh, one serving of ice cream, uh, that was followed by several slices of pizza and, uh, that was it. No looking back. She was just thrilled to actually have an appetite and feel relaxed. Right. Right. And what about the, what about the rest of your family? Were they, were they kind of skeptical and, and scoffing at it or do they see the, the same, same results and say, oh, this is great. Uh, my siblings were all for it. My father was, uh, absolutely dead set against it. But again, after that first uh, round of ice cream and he saw her eat, he, you know, completely 180. That's crazy. It's crazy to, to, to hear stories like that. How about, how about the, uh, you know, you, you being in the medical profession, how about the doctors and, and, uh, the folks that were treating your mom? Was it, was it open for them as well? Actually, the physicians that I work with were the first ones to recommend cannabis, uh, for my mother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's it. How did that go about? Uh, you know, went, went pretty well. Um, and, you know, just kind of being, obviously being in the radiology space, um, seeing all the PET scans that were going on daily and explaining to them exactly what she was going through. Um, and these were all, uh, I would say, mainly Florida uh, physicians that were recommending uh, to get her, you know, a cannabis product. Obviously, at the right. time, it was uh, hands-off. You know, you could obtain it uh, in the state of Florida. Um, but when you have uh, a family member like that, you do whatever you can to make them uh, at ease. Right, Be- become a uh, become a refugee of Colorado, as uh, as some of the kids with epilepsy have uh, have done before. So, all right, so so you you you've got this situation with your mom. You go out to California or go out to Colorado, meet some friends, and and kind of get introduced to the to the CO two world. Um, you'd mentioned that they have an Apex thing. How did how did you kind of find out about Apex and or decide to to get involved with Apex? Um, so I actually visited, I had several friends, I uh, still do that are in the space in Colorado. Um, I saw some butane extraction, which, you know, after doing some research really wasn't anything that I was keen upon, you know, giving my mother to ingest, um, went over and saw the CO2 extraction. Um, I, I mean, I really liked the process, you know, itself. And I like the fact that it was basically a safe, clean, solvent free extraction process. And, uh, I gotta be honest that, you know, they, uh, they had nothing Good, nothing bad uh, to say about Apex. Uh, you know, they explained what you guys do, how it worked, uh, the customer service level. And once I decided to jump into the space, obviously you guys were my first choice. Like you said, you came out yourself and set it up for us. And uh, so far, so good. Yeah, that's great. And, and you've recently moved up from the uh, the initial system, one liter system, which that was like, that was, I think, four years ago, right? Yes. Yep. That was exactly uh, the first purchase. And uh, when we started to kind of do the R and D in the space. Right. And now you've graduated up to a 2005 by 20 and, um, just, just, you know, kind of production wise, are, are you using it all day, every day or using it about once a week? Where, what's kind of the general level for that size system? 
all day, every day. That's yeah, and uh, it's time to upgrade, man. You got uh, one of the older gas booster systems, as as uh, as I see here as well. Yes, I saw I saw the new one at the uh, at the convention. Right, it's our uh, our duplex system, so it uh, doubles double actually for the compared to the gas booster system, it'll actually quadruple the flow rate. So the uh, the output on the same five by twenty is going to be four times faster, and you know same technology, so it's going to give you the 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 output quality that you're seeing right now with your two thousand psi system, just a heck of a lot faster. So yeah, we uh, we need to spend a little time talking after the show here. I was going to say we'll so, have a follow up phone call. Right. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Okay, um, so you know, indulge oils, right? You you it, you made the transition to the cannabis space. You you decided that CO two is the way to go. You picked your family up, moved over. Um, let's talk a little bit about you know indulge oils and the transition um, that that you made from your previous careers into that space. Challenging? Were were there um, were there stereotypes that you were trying to fight, or was it pretty pretty easy transition to get into a, a cannabis plant touching business? I have to say, the state of California is very uh, very open minded. Obviously, they were the first state to uh, you know offer the medicinal cannabis. Um, not too many hurdles to overcome. Uh, a lot of learning um, to take place. You know, as far as uh, you know, all, all the science that goes behind uh, producing a a very clean, high end uh, you know distillate product, if you will, for your patients. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, very welcomely, not too many challenges. And, and how about the, uh, how about the rest of the family stuff, family back in Florida, right? Uh, yeah, Florida and New York. Yeah. So any, uh, any, any judgments coming from the family that's in, uh, states that maybe weren't quite as accepting from as California? I have one stubborn aunt in New York who, uh, refuses to even listen to what we do now. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, everybody's uh, 100% supportive. I think a lot of that support came from the, you know, the success that everybody saw with my mother, which really, you know, there's no argument there. Right, right. It's it's pretty hard to uh, deny the 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 success of of the product there for sure. So, all right, well, Tom, so let's take a uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to dive into indulge oils. And, you know, you made a comment to me that you consider yourselves to be the Zappos of vape cartridges. I want to talk about kind of corporate philosophies and then maybe some of the manufacturing processes that you use to make your vape pens. We'll regroup for more Mission Supercritical after we hear from our sponsors. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. 
Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apexsupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Today's guest is Tom Rowland, founder and CEO of Indulge Oils. Uh, Tom, we, we spent a little bit of time talking about some of your background in the financial services industry, uh, you know, heart-wrenching uh, success, I suppose, that you had with, uh, with your mom and treatment of her lymphoma. Let's talk a little bit about Indulge Oils. And, you know, you made a comment to me about it being the Zappos of vape, vape cartridges. What, is, uh, what does that mean to you when you say Zappos? Uh, we stand behind our product 100%. If we ever had anybody that was, uh, you know, unhappy customer with our product, if there was an issue with any product in any way, uh, you know, we basically return it, no questions asked. Uh, knock wood, you know, uh, to this day, we've not had one single complaint or return of any of our products. So, uh, you know, that's uh, kind of kudos to us on that one. Uh, you know, I would love to say we're the best product out there. We're the, you know, the superior quality product out there. There's a lot of guys out there making fantastic products. You know, I'm not going to say that we stand out in any way, for that matter, at least. Um, but again, we do stand behind our product in every way. And, and that's that's hard to do. I mean, no no complaints, no returns with vape pen cartridges is, is no small feat. Those uh, you know, leaking cartridges and leaking pens have, have kind of plagued that that portion of the industry. How did you guys manage to accomplish that? Uh, it took us about nine months and uh, a ton of trial and error to actually find a, a working cart that would not leak, whether it was upside down in somebody's pocket, left in a hot car, uh, you know, any of the parameters that would uh, cause a pen to leak. And, uh, you know, safe to say, uh, we actually found a manufacturer uh, locally here in the States that was able to provide a, you know, a fantastic cartridge. And I got to say, they have the same philosophy as we do. You know, if anything were to break, you're unhappy, uh, you know, just return it. No questions asked. Yeah, again, that's a, that's probably a highly guarded secret on <laughs> finding a, a cart manufacturer that doesn't leak because I, I know there's a, <laughs> a lot of trials and tribulations from a lot of vape pen companies and and finding carts that that you know stand the stand the test of time and and are you know consistently good performers. So congratulations on finding that. Um, talk a little bit about the the manufacturing processes. Um, are, are you guys vertically integrated? Do you uh, do you purchase materials for for feedstock? What's the rest of the business look like outside of the manufacturing for vape carts? So we're about uh, we're about a sixty forty. Sixty uh, percent of the material we actually uh, cultivate on our own. Forty uh, percent we outsource through uh, one cultivator, uh, obviously here in California. Uh, both cultivations are all organic, so we don't have to worry about the issues of, you know, any kind of pesticides or, you know, residual solvents or anything like that being in the plant matter. Uh, everything's lab tested before we run it through the machine. Obviously, you know, you don't want to waste your time and effort and then find out that there's, uh, you know, something in there that should not be. And, and yeah, the, the, when you talk about testing, you're, you're doing in-house testing or are you looking, are you going through some of the, uh, external test labs or independent test labs in California? Uh, yeah, we utilize uh, SE Labs. 
SC Labs. And, you know, testing has been a, a, a real hot button topic here lately, you know, for two reasons. One is obviously the pesticides, which it sounds like you, you managed to uh, avoid that issue with, you know, all organic uh, cultivation processes. Um, but how about some of the variable variability in testing labs? Have you, have you been running into those kind of issues? Uh, I, I would love to say no, but I have seen some uh, very big variables um, in between, uh, you know, a, a couple of the different lab companies. You know, we've sent in, you know, same exact uh, product for testing to a couple different labs and come back with uh, very, uh, very unique <laughs> uh, results, <laughs> if you will. Right, right. How do you, how do you deal um, with that? Um, you you kind of take the one that is always, uh, you know, kind of right on the money, which, uh, you know, I have to say has been SE Labs. You know, they've been fantastic and, you know, they've been spot on every time with their testing. Yeah, again, another, another you know, big accomplishment. I mean, it sounds like it's it's no big deal to just go pick a test lab and go do it. But um, finding a test lab that is consistent, you can trust, is, is a challenge in the industry, not just in California, in, in just about every state. You hear horror stories about variability in results. So, uh, again, congratulations. It sounds like you got a, a great business going there. Um, Want to dive into kind of um, you know another hot button topic that we see a lot in the extraction companies which is whole plant versus distillate uh, what, what what approach do you guys take or do you offer both uh right now we're just offering the distillate um reason being is obviously you know you're producing a, a very clean very high-end uh you know very extremely potent product uh for your patients and with with the uh, with the distillate products there, and then so you've got a, a what, what typically is the the uh, THC or cannabinoid ratio in your in your vape pen cartridges? Uh, we're coming at about a, a mid eighties. Um, we we find out that if you know if you're running multiple passes on the distillate, um, obviously you're getting a higher THC content, but you are actually removing a lot of the medical benefits that come along with that. You know, with the actual uh, distillate. Mm-hmm. So as as you're distilling further and further, and you know everybody wants you know high 90s, 100%, you know, which I haven't seen out there. But um, as you're doing that, you are removing a lot of the medical benefits in the plant. You know, some of those fats and lipids are actually, you know, beneficial to the patient. Right, right. So, uh, and then obviously flavor has gone as well. What do you guys do to uh, make sure that they're they're flavorful? Because that's a big demand in the industry. Well, well I have to say thanks to, uh, thanks to your team over there. Um, they were actually able to show me how to uh, remove the terpenes, um, early into the run and what i mean by run is obviously the co2 runs that we're doing so that this way we're not disrupting the actual terpene profile so we're keeping that original profile and then reintroducing that back into this lit at the you know that's kind of like our end process right there so we're keeping a, a full uninterrupted terpene and reintroducing that right back into this lit so so running a terp run so you, you take your raw plant material you put it in the extractor do a do a quote-unquote terp run which you know for, for those who aren't familiar with it is going to be basically a low pressure low temperature subcritical run for you know a, a short period usually i don't know what five percent maybe ten percent of the total run time that pulls off the the lighter oils and the terpenes the volatiles and things like that and then uh, and then capture them uh, to the side uh, do you do you find when you're doing that is is batch size become problematic no, not at all. So you're able to, to to run smaller batches, capture the terpenes, and then kind of reintroduce them, or do you just kind of lump everything together and call it good? No, uh, we're actually uh, so what we're doing is you know we're we're doing a full uh, full material run, and like you said, low pressure, low time. Um, you know, the more material in there, obviously, the bigger our terp collection is. Great. 
Great. So, so do the terp run, finish out the rest with a normal extraction, critical parameters, take it to distillate. And then um, once you're, once your distillate's done, you take those terpenes, you actually run them, you know, put them back in. Do you, do you find that just at reintroducing the terpenes out of the initial extraction is enough from a viscosity standpoint for the, for the cartridges? Absolutely. And so, so you get good flow in there and that kind of stuff. How, how hard, or uh, tell me a little bit about the transition and vape pen cartridge technology here over the past three or four years and, and viscosity. Is it, is our vape pens, vape pens more tolerant of viscosity issues than they were before? Uh, they, they are definitely are. Um, you know, obviously as technology is, you know, catching up to the industry, uh, the vape pens that we're using now, um, you know, you could put anything in there from, you know, basically, uh, a thick, you know, really thick, um, like a honey, honey type consistency in there. So it's something very viscous. Um, and the reason you're not having any issues is, you know, the batteries that people are using now in manufacturing as well as the carts, you know, they're producing such high heats that no matter how viscous, you know, your material is, um, it's able to actually produce a nice vape out of it. But that also comes with a downside, which is very important to remove all the pesticides, um, out of there, you know, certain pesticides that, uh, at those high temps can actually turn into, uh, you know, uh, stuff that you really do not want to inhale into your body. Right. Some pretty carcinogenic, uh, compounds and things that you definitely don't want to pull in. Well, and, and so, yeah, you, you know, heard something uh, in the arsenic, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, never, never something that uh, you'd like to inhale into your lungs for sure. So, you know, along the same lines, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm and, and or apex supercritical is, is kind of biased, uh, on the topic, but you made a comment before that, uh, you know, you guys weren't interested in butane, uh, super, super popular product, especially in California. When you talk about a recreational market, um, How's the how's the pressure, right? Are you guys are you able to to stay competitive with the CO two product? Is the temptation to get into butane there? hundred uh, percent uh, able to stay competitive, and uh, as I see, at least what I see is uh, you know trending in the industry is a lot of people are you know the consumers and patients are becoming more educated. Um, even though you're able to you know distillate you know your butane and remove any of the byproducts that are in there. Just actually running the machine itself is, in my opinion, it, it's very dangerous because you have an extremely volatile substance that you're using to extract the material with, uh, something that me and my team have no interest in, uh, in pursuing. And, and any, any um, I guess what would be the opposite of pushback, you know, you hear a lot of horror stories about guys who are setting up butane labs and, you know, the regulators really, really scrutinize them, give them a hard time because of all the explosions that have happened, particularly in California. Did you find it's a, a lot easier to get through the regulatory process in California with CO2 compared to what you might see with butane? Um, it is, and it also helps out with your real estate as well, because, uh, you know, the only, the only solvent that's really being used is uh, ethanol in our process for the winterization. And uh, mm -hmm. ethanol has been ruled a uh, non-volatile solvent. So that helps with your real estate. That helps with, you know, your neighbors of your real estate not having to worry that something may blow up. Uh, that goes a long way. And makes, right, you know, right. obviously the challenge of finding your real estate and getting your license uh, much easier. And and ethanol being non-volatile, that's a that's actually a big deal. Um, you know, that, that just within the last week or two came out where the state of California decided to to rule ethanol specifically as a non-volatile, meaning particularly they're not going to lump it in with the butane propane kind of stuff. How big of a deal was that to your business? Uh, very big deal. Um, you know, a, a very good big deal for us. Uh, like I said, that you know, that kind of opened up the door for uh, for some more uh, real estate opportunities. Uh, lowered our lowered our licensing fees, so I, I'm not going to complain about that either. 
<laughs> right. And, it, and I would imagine it's uh, decreased the cost of the facility as well. Correct. hundred percent. Right, they don't no, don't need all the uh, the ventilation class one div one uh, build out that you would require if you're running a butane or propane product. Correct. So okay, Tom, good conversation. Love the uh, love the detail there. Appreciate you sharing all kind of stuff. Let's take another quick break, um, and you know we, we've touched on it a little bit, but when we come back, I want to talk about just the absolute madness that's going on in the California cannabis industry with you know recreational coming here in, in less than uh, 25 days. It looks like. We'll regroup for more mission super critical after we hear from our sponsors. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting can of business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Today's guest again, Tom Rowland, founder and CEO of Indulge Oils. Tom, we've had some, some good conversation here. Uh, talked a little bit about your background, transition into the space, a uh, heartbreaking story with your mom, but uh, gave you the motivation to to start Indulge Oils. Talked about company and and the uh, the the manufacturing process that you've taken with CO2 and uh, distillates, reintroducing the terpenes using Apex Supercritical. That's all good stuff. Let's talk about the the craziness that's going on right now in California. So, you know, here in another 25 days or so, uh, California is going to start its recreational program and. Uh, here in Ohio, you know, we've, we've undergone a little teeny tiny fraction of that with the, the new medical marijuana program being introduced and things like land grabs and licensing hurdles and issues like that. Tell me, you know, what's what's been the easiest thing for you and what's been the most difficult thing for you as we transition to California Recreational? 
Uh, I wish I could say uh, something has been easy. Uh, none of the above <laughs> has really been easy. Um, like you said, it, it's a land grab and everybody's scrambling right now. So, uh, you know, the industry is just absolutely chaotic with, uh, you know, every, everybody trying to obtain licensing. Of course, real estate is your biggest thing right there. Um, I honestly have no idea, you know, where it's going to go, how it's going to go, how the transition is going to take place. Uh, you know, I look at the city of LA, I think there's around, uh, 1800 dispensaries right there. Uh, you know, all said none, as far as, you know, legal wise, there's going to be about 140 left. So I don't know where all those other businesses are going to go. Um, it, it, it's, I mean, it's going to be a show that's for sure. And, and when you say, when you say land grab, give me some, uh, give me some numbers here. You're a finance guy. What, what's typical property pricing and what's, what's actual that you're paying now? Uh, all, all depends on where you are within the state. Um, you know, uh, Palm Springs right now is, is a hotbed because, uh, you know, obviously it's pretty much you're in the middle of the desert. Uh, a lot of people are trying to relocate there just because of pricing. Um, you know, as far as, uh, per square foot, you know, you're looking anywhere between say $4 and up to seven fifty a square foot. For, for cannabis operations. Oh yeah. Yeah. These are all green, uh, green zoned, uh, facilities that I'm speaking of. Right. And again, if I was going to go out there and set up a coffee shop or, or, you know, a coffee production facility, what kind of money would I be paying per square foot? Uh, probably around the six, $7 square foot, okay. depending on where you are, you know, in, in the state. Right. Right. Are you, are you seeing any kind of competition from, you know, companies basically bidding each other up and is it, is it that kind of cutthroat right now? Absolutely. Yeah, craziness going on out there. All right, so so nothing's been easy from a from a uh, you know land grab and, and finding location. How about working with the local local municipality? Um, you know the the regulators, the fire, the police. How's that transition been going? Uh, I, I got to say that everybody worked with uh, thus far has been really open minded, um, very friendly, and extremely helpful. Uh, really, not too much pushback. At least you know that's what we're seeing. I, I you know I've heard other stories from other uh, you know other people in the space. Um, but again, I'm sure there's a reason for that. Right. Obviously location specific, you know, and, and where you're going to go. I think Sacramento has been pretty, pretty friendly uh, from what I can tell. Um, whereas other places, you know, maybe not so much. And, you know, why anybody would try to set up in one of those unfriendly places. Uh, I would never, you know, do it. I, don't, I guess I don't know why anybody would do it, but let's say, you know, CO2 manufacturer guy in Colorado says, hey, California looks great. What kind of recommendation might you uh, provide a, a newbie that's, that's interested in getting into the market? Uh, find your real estate first. That's, uh, that's, that's your biggest challenge. You know, f- find a green zone facility that you can afford and, uh, you know, make sure that you get your hands on it and, you know, the licensing will follow. How about, uh, how about material? Has, has material become more and more difficult to find? Uh, for us, it has not been, um, like I said, we cultivate, uh, you know, about 60, 70% of our material ourselves. So that's, that's not an issue. Um, and then the other group that we outsource our material from, uh, you know, are actually associates of ours. So they're not going anywhere. So for the time being, uh, you know, we're, we're fine as far as the material goes, but I do see a lot of people that are jumping into the space that are having issues finding uh, good quality material. I'll, I'll leave it at that because there's plenty of stuff out there, but, uh, some of that stuff you might not want to put through your machine. Right. And how do you, how do you, uh, how do you ascertain quality? Is it all just testing or are you able to, to have quality standards above and beyond that? Uh, really testing. And the fact that we oversee, uh, you know, our own facility and, uh, we do visit the, uh, the neighboring facility, uh, quite often. Um, but even with that, you know, there's still testing that, that is done prior to that. Okay. How, how's, 
how about pricing? So, you know, you, you got obviously control of your own supply chain there, but uh, there, there's prediction that, you know, pricing's dropped significantly over the last couple of years. There's some predictions that it's going to go up um, in the uh, beginning part of, of 2018. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, my, my personal opinion, I see the price uh, continuing to drop. I think there will be a floor at some point. Uh, you know, I, I know everybody's kind of worried that, uh, you know, we'll run out of product. Um, you know, being here for a few years, I don't really ever see that being an issue. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I would love to see the price go up, uh, personally, but I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's something that we're going to see. And, and where's pricing at right now? Um, you know, so a lot of people like to talk about, you know, price of flour and that kind of stuff. Where, where are you seeing just straight flour realizing that, you know, we're not making flowers here, but where do you see flour pricing stand right now? Um, on, on a wholesale level around $2,200 per pound. Oh, so pretty uh, high. I think that, uh, a little high, yeah. Um, yeah. but I think I think that I think that's gonna drop to around the fifteen, sixteen dollar the fifteen, sixteen hundred dollar mark. Okay. And then and then translate that through to the uh the, the vape carts. What's a what's a what's a half gram vape cart selling for nowadays? Uh average price about thirty five dollars. Um really haven't seen too much fluctuation in the vape carts. Um and I'm I'm hoping that kind of stays that way. Uh, so a lot 35 of people getting into the space. <laughs> 35 is a retail price or a wholesale price? Correct. Uh, no, that's a retail price. A retail, wholesale retail price, price around eighteen to twenty dollars. Okay. And and how about the how about finding dispensaries? Is the shelf space starting to become tight? Uh, I would say right now, no. Um, after the first year, I would imagine that's going to be quite difficult. And why do you say that? What, what's going to make it difficult? Uh, a lot of the dispensaries that will no longer be, uh, you know, legally allowed to operate. So a lot of those uh, retail outlets that people have will disappear. Ah, uh, uh, so there just aren't there aren't going to be as many retail locations. I see what you're saying. Correct. Yeah, interesting. So certainly a uh, dynamic marketplace for sure. I think we could we could spend another half an hour talking about California, but uh, unfortunately, it looks like we're gonna, <laughs> we're going to be out of time. Um, Real quick here, Tom. You know, I really appreciate being on the show and, and sharing your insights in uh, California, and and uh, you know, congratulations on your success with with Indulge Oils here. If somebody wanted to find Indulge Oil products, where might they go look for them? Uh, go to our website. It's the best place to find us, and uh, you know, list all of our uh, our retail outlets on there, and uh, you know, walk in and uh, you know, try us out. All right, and that's uh, indulgeoil.com. Uh, is the is the website? What about uh, somebody wanted to contact you to uh, get you a you know wholesale contract on buying your vape pen carts? How would, how might somebody get a hold of you? Uh, through our website, uh, we have you know multiple means of uh, contact on there. Uh, they can email us. Uh, they can give us a phone call. Um, either one. Great, great. Again, Tom, appreciate appreciate you being on the show. Congratulations on all the success you've had, and and uh, wish you success moving forward in California. It's going to be some craziness over the, the next six months to, to maybe a couple of years. But uh, appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, and and for being a guest on Mission Supercritical. Um, look for other Mission Supercritical shows to learn more about Apex Supercriticals. More than 500 customers operating in the cannabis industry today. Hopefully, you can join us. And until then, happy extracting. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.